Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Clarence Court is home to Britain's widest collection of free-range eggs since 1928. Our traditional heritage birds produce a distinctively rich and iconic yolk that takes home cooking from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Loved by chefs and favoured by foodies, each shell is stamped with its own royal crown. It's time for you to discover the wonderful world of fabulous eggs by fabulous birds. Clarence Court. Our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello and welcome to Dish from Waitrose. I'm Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartnett. How are you, Ange? I'm very well, thanks. And you good self? Yeah, very good. Very uh, happy that we have a duo that we both know separately and love. Yeah. They're good crack, really good crack. So today, Makita Oliver and Andy Oliver with us on Dish. Both great. It's not going to be a quiet episode. No, I imagine. By the way, I've been really trying to do, I don't know if you've seen me documenting this on Instagram, do, (laughs) do crispy skin on my fish. And I can't nail it. And I've been doing dead up pan. Yeah. Butter. Yeah. Bit of oil. I don't think you need the butter. Oh, do you not? No, I think that's maybe why not. I would just do the oil. oil. And I've been putting the fish skin side down. Don't touch it. Score it. I've not been scoring it. See, I'm telling you what to do and you're not listening. Anyway, scored it. You won't believe what happened. Go on. Crispy skin. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I'd miss that. So no butter. No, you don't. You oh. can do the butter for flavour, but I think oil's the best thing right, to cook in. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, that's all you've got to do. Yeah. The crispy skin is slaps. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, there you go. It was so, so good. Um, so yeah, I knew I wasn't really listening. Yeah. Um, Emily's been on. She says, hi, Dish. I just wanted to thank you for giving me and the other commuters a giggle on my bus to work the other day. Uh, Whilst listening to Angela answer a question about Port Cracklin, I forgot for a moment that I was on the bus and I thought I was also around the table at Dish HQ. And so just blurted out loud, oh, so you don't need to say the crackling in a pan. (laughs) Then realised what I'd said, looked round and saw people looking back at me on the bus and had to explain as to why I just asked a question about pork crackling to a very quiet bus. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Emily. <laughs> They're really sharing their life with us now, really aren't are. they? I love that, though. I've been on the bus and someone's tapped me on my shoulder and shown me the podcast that they were listening to, and they were listening oh. to Dish. Oh, we're big on buses. Sweet. Also, last Sunday, I was at the flower market with my mum. Yeah. I was walking nice. down the flower market and someone turned their phone around. I'm like, listening to you. Yeah, I love that. Emily ends this by saying, I was still listening to the podcast, just maybe not on the bus or a train or a plane. Uh, And we are having pork on Sunday because I keep thinking about it. You're an inspiration. (laughs) If you do want to email us uh, with whatever you want, you can. Dish at waitrose.co.uk is our email address. Right, should we get Andy and Makita in? Yes. Yeah. Let's Let's welcome our guests, Angela. Indeed. Beyonce and Blue Ivy. <laughs> Goldie Horn and Kate Hudson. Kat and Zoe Slater. Some mother-daughter duos are quite simply iconic. iconic. And today we welcome another. <laughs> Andy and Makita Oliver, everybody! I did say, I 
want to hear the intro. That's good. You want to screen it. I added Cat and Zoe myself. That's good. I once tried to go as Cat Slater to, uh, (laughs) when we had the pub, to a fancy dress thing. But I realised that I couldn't find anything more tarty than the clothes I had in my cupboard already. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is rubbish. I just need to go home and get some stuff out of the cupboard. Incredible company, though. Incredible. Goldie Horn. Goldie Horn. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Goldie. Uh, Well, welcome, guys. Hello. This is so posh. And the menu. The menu. We do have a menu. If we're honest, we do have the menu because me and Angela forget what we've made. Do you just say what we've made? Do you get in there as well? No, no, no. Thank you for bringing that up. Do you actually not touch? I was waiting for that one. We? When did you tell? No, I sometimes make a cocktail. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. 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 Right. That's my contribution when we do our thing. Andy, would you like it if Makita helped you cook? Not really. Angela, would you like it if I helped you cook? No, but I'd like you to help. (laughs) for everyone listening to this, that we do do this in real life. So have we all had dinner at the same time? Yeah, us four, of course we have. We went to um, Black Axe Mangal. We were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mum so and Angela rude. got pissed. That yeah. He wasn't I, drinking. I was we drinking and Angela and Andy were thirsty. <laughs> were you there? I wasn't so You were dead to Mum. Were you like, there? You're not drinking, you're leaving early. He's you not were, drinking, so I'm just going to cut him out. You were very thirsty. I was very thirsty. And very singy. There's actually so many singular relationships on the table. Obviously, me and Grimmie are nearly 20 years and then you and Andrew have known each other for ages well, I mean there's deepness here yes. there's, there's deepness, deepness and different crisscrossing yes, yes. So how did you guys meet how did you Andy meet Angela I think TV working together GBM no? yeah probably GBM great yeah, menu probably. actually I did I think you I have. met you somewhere else once you know I think we've met along the food scene yes somewhere the food scene somewhere yeah. Yeah. but like properly was yeah. at GBM and when I first first started there yeah. basically yeah. Which was a little while ago. Now yeah. I can't believe how quickly it's gone. Maybe six years, seven years. Seven, maybe seven years or yeah. something. And like now that. you're ruling it. I love it. Yeah. We do have fun when we do it. I, I love it. It's one of my favourite weeks when Angela comes in. Oh, I bet. Because she goes right. Uh, so it's it's Wednesday, which is we call it snow day because you get out a little bit early on a Wednesday because it's dessert day. We normally get out at two. Angela's like half twelve. Uh, <laughs> let's wrap this up then, shall we? That is so. <laughs> and she's literally like. <laughs> let's go. Let's well it's partly also I don't like the faffing and partly I'm always very badly as you all know diary organized like there's one time last year I turned up and I said yeah you know I've got to get back to London on Wednesday and they looked at me they go you know you're filming Thursday yeah, you're oh, here she's all like, week I'm she's like, oh. It's four days. <laughs> so, yes, it's always been four days, Angela. It's been four days since you started. She's like, oh, because, uh, you know, I'm uh, cooking for the king tomorrow or something like that. It's never anything small. No, it's always something it's made. It's like I'm launching something in Lausanne tomorrow yeah. and God is flying in yeah. for a souffle. And you kind of go, OK, that does sound like you might need to be there. But anyway, we have fun because I always start yeah. on the Monday going, right, what time do you want to be at, Andy? But that's actually, I think that's why you two love working together because yeah. my mum's the same my mum's like I can do it in 20 minutes yeah. let's just get yeah, it just done crack on. And I think- also on a serious note yeah. because I love the way you talk about food yeah. we have a very similar approach to our forensic analysis of the food yes. I would say we're quite quick about it mm. yeah. we care about people so we're kind mm. but we're hot 
harsh. Yeah. Harsh but fair. Do you know what I mean? No one's there to be mollycoddled. Nobody wants a favour. Nobody wants to get through at Great British Mm. Mini because we've been nice to them. They want to get through because they've triumphed and been brilliant and done the best that they possibly could. You know, like these young guys and girls, they come in and they've really you know, practice and practice. And they've got some skills that are way beyond me, you know, what they're doing with stuff. And I'm always one going, how'd you do that? And they look at me as if I should know everything. Right. And who was it? it? Was What's his name from Tommy Banks's place up oh, in Yorkshire? Uh, Will. Will made this beautiful, like, gingerbread, what they call parking loaf. Oh, I love parking. It was so good. It was and his I grandma's parking. Yeah, I love What's parking? Parking, it's, it's like, like treacly, ginger, cakey. Yeah. Oh. oh, so good. And I literally, every time they were like, where's Angela? I was in the kitchen taking another slice. <laughs> <laughs> going, Auntie, here's another bit of that parking. parking. We must have been in the back going... What's an amoebus, bloody blood? Because sometimes yeah. they bring in all these like fancy, very newfangled situations that neither of us have yeah. even heard of. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what is, is that? that? Mm. It's quite experimental, Great British menu, isn't it? Like, it the can food be. That you see in the place. Yeah. It can be. Uh, but it's never the, the thing is, when it's brilliant, is when there's a mixture of innovation and really classic mm. skill yeah. skill sets mm-hmm. and a personality. Yeah. And when those three things come together, like Spencer Metzger yeah. or somebody brilliant like that, you know, mm. then it, or Kim Ratcher-Rowan, who I yeah. loved. I love Kim Ratcher-Rowan. Uh, that's when it's magical and that's when it's really exciting for us. Yeah. Like this yeah. year, we had a brilliant time, brilliant. didn't yeah, we? It was amazing. And how much are you eating in a day? You have. Well, you have everything you're oh served. God, but yeah. if you do, it's what's the big day when you do two, isn't it? Fish a big and... day is when you show up. Well, big day is like a final sweet. Yeah. Right. Because, because then you have eight of everything. Eight. Yeah. Wow. But my mum doesn't have a sweet tooth per se. So actually oh. she's cool all series until finals day when it's and desserts like, all day. Yeah. So, oh, so much dessert. sugar. Do you let the chefs know like, hey, I don't like desserts, but no, bring them no, on. No, because they have to they have to do. Remember Matthew Fort saying to me, darling, darling, it's just so much sugar. I long for something savoury like a sausage. <laughs> I know, Matthew. I feel no. your pain. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah, you need yeah. a little buffer in between each sweet. You do yes. need a sort of, like of chipolata. Mm. <laughs> So you guys met on the food scene. Yeah. And Um, you two. On the youth scene. scene. (laughs) We met on the rave scene. The scene of being young. No, we met when we were, in fact, it was 20 years ago. Yeah, it was a bus, uh, Tifa on the beach in um, Western Supermare. Grimmy got on our bus. And I didn't work at T4. No, no one knew him. Oh, no. Got on like the work bus back to London. And after about an hour, I didn't was live like, in London either. Any- <laughs> so so how you were you? Going? Why did you get on this bus? I was, let's face it, paralytic. <laughs> <laughs> As 19. Paralytic and ambitious. And ambitious. Yeah. And yeah. I think Grimmy's always been able to sniff out where he's meant to be. And he was meant to be on that bus that day. Yeah. And then literally, I mean, we were colleagues. About we us. had a nice time, but I feel like everyone on that bus hates me. No, Richard Cook was like, we should get him an audition. I was like, no, absolutely. Was yes, really. yes, yes, Can't yes, not. yes. That started the trajectory wow, to your television wow. career, that bus. Paralytic oh, wow. on a bus you weren't invited. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So what to do if you aren't listening and you want career advice? <laughs> Get drunk on a bus. Get drunk on a bus. Um, speaking of being drunk on a bus, uh, would you like a glass of wine? Because we were like umming and ahhing. Keats and I have not had a drink together this year. It'd be lovely now the sun's out. Don't you think? I think when the sun's out. A small out. one. So the wine we're having today is a white wine made from grapes from southern France with a, a floral nose, which we like, uh, and then a soft and fruity palate with peach and sort of apricot notes, which weirdly is a wine that 
when I want drinking, you brought around to my house. So I never got to drink. Exactly. That's weird. Right? It was apricotty. And this is going to be really great with our main, which Angie's currently whipping up. Do you know, I think mm. one of the things that people find difficult about wine is all mm. the bump people chat about wine. It's I like, just want the flavours, like peach yes. and apricot. But sometimes they go, sometimes they go uh, yeah. tobacco and a whisper of summertime. No, yeah. but I the like... Penines, mm. And you just think, what? what? But from when I was doing that wine podcast, I know people like more from their wine than just drinking it. Like, they want a whole experience with wine, like the history, you a, a narrative. Home. I did the Times Wine, with wine Will. Times. Will Lyons. Will Lyons. From Sunday Times. Yes. And he knows everything about wine so it was really lovely because every every episode I did I learned so much I can't remember any of it it's a lot of information it's like learning a new language yeah Will was telling me about days where he's like tasting 60 wines and he'd just oh, be wow. right he'd I got be, days yeah. to tell him about that too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's called summer Will yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called my 20s yeah, exactly. it's called I the T4 bus hey I did that I must be a wine expert I've done that definitely uh, but yeah I learned a lot and it was nice to kind of like at the time be soaking it all in uh -huh. do you do now like a shortcut because uh, when I want to order wine and know what I like and what I don't like and I think that's pretty good enough do you know when you're going into like a wine shop or to dinner like what to ask for what's a good thing if anyone's listening that's a good yeah like, we do now we know to... we like a syrah we, a syrah we yes. do you've yes. got quite a penchant for chef de as well <laughs> I like a fleury yeah yes and I also think when you're somewhere, say, I oh, kind of like a sunset. Do you have that? Or if not, what's like yeah, that? Yeah, what's like that? Do you know what? What's in like wine, that? You just need you a jump off point. And you have to also uh, not be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. You can say, like, I don't really know much, but I know I like this and yeah. these tastes. I think there's a lot of snobbery with I it. I don't like oh, yeah. it too oaky. Okay. Not too oaky. No. God, this looks so this good. Looks so what have really we got, Angela? Yeah, so we've we got, got braised sweet and sour pork belly mm -hmm. with mange to sugar snap peas and tender stem broccoli. I know Andy's a big lover of pork, aren't you? Yes. And then it's all these lovely different spices that we reduce down with our pork belly. And basically you reduce it down to this light stock and then add your pork belly and then slow cook it in the oven for about two hours. Mm. So, yeah, and then we've just... In that pan, same pan where we've caramelised up the pork belly, we've then added our broccoli back in, our sugar snaps, and then we've served rice on the side and a little bit of lime juice mm. and some extra chilli. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's banging. Is that all right? That's my professional opinion. Mm. Banging. I like <laughs> Absolutely. Um, how is it cooking pork belly? I don't think I've ever cooked pork belly. Pork belly does it all its own work because it's got lovely yeah. fat on it, so it emulsifies itself. Mm. It makes a lovely... All the juices mm. and gorgeous things that come off it, gravy. It's really easy to cook. Oh, really? Yeah. Quite a good pork belly. So you think if you go into Waitrose and you go to, like, the meat counter... Yeah. ...and go, how do you know what's a good bit? What, a good bit of the pork belly or a yeah. good bit of pork? Good bit I think of pork I think the thing is with Waitrose, to be honest, they've got a great welfare policy about their pork. And I think you would agree with me. Pork used to have a really rough name in this yeah. country mm. and everyone was slightly obsessed as you've got to cook it within an inch of its life. But there, our welfare standards are so good now that our pork is... I honestly think it's the best in the world. It really it's is delicious. brilliant. Wow. It's really, really good. So have you been cooking a lot more since you started Dish? 
Mm. <laughs> Who just made that guffaw and spit out noise? Like <laughs> no, I definitely have. I definitely have. I was kind of always a bit like, I don't know, too stressy about cooking. Makita, actually, you encouraged me a lot to cook and to experiment and stuff because you do that really good broth that I love. Oh, yeah. And then when you start that at my house, it can go in any direction. Yeah. So we could do like a chicken soup. It could be like a broth with a nice bit of fish. Fish on top. We like really that. good with a garnish. Yeah, I love so I think the combo of you and Angela, definite life changing, oh, game changing. Wow! Game changing. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Take that! Yeah. Take that. Oh yeah. my god! True story. Because we love that, and your doll, I love. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she yeah, makes a mean doll. Really good doll. But that's Nana Cherry doll. Really yeah. good doll. Nana's doll. But Angela, yeah, is just like it's only a bit of food, isn't it? Yeah. Why Approach. Be- that's why I always say it's just dinner. Yeah, just, just dinner. Everybody relax mm-hmm. and just make something delicious. I'm always saying to go for something delicious, not something impressive. Exactly. Mm. Got to talk about your book, Andy. So, the Pepper Pot Diary, Stories from My Caribbean Table. Why Pepper Pot? Tell us, what's that about? So, Pepper Pot's the national dish of Antigua, which is oh, where our family come yeah. from. And I have my grandma's Pepper Pot recipe. And there's different kinds of Pepper Pot. There's Guyanese, there's Antiguan, there's a Southern American one. But the first recipe in the book is my grandma's Pepper Pot recipe. She used to smoke her own oxtail to make the Pepper Pot. She was just a very cool woman. And uh, just having that recipe just feels like a direct line to her. Do you know what I mean? I didn't even know her very well because she was in Antigua or she was in Canada most of the time and it was so expensive back in those days. So I didn't really see her that much in my life. She used to send me little presents and messages and I just, I feel really connected to her and I love her so much. So I wanted to, it's a bit of a love letter to her calling it the Pepper Pot Diaries, really. All these dishes you sort of think like, I've got to ask about chocolate curry goats. Mm, I love and and I've, this sounds amazing, this rum dip crackling. Oh my God, it really works. Now, I imagine you can do a lot of this prep the day before. So there's a big thing in it called weekend and celebration cooking. Right, and yeah. it's all about taking time for yourself in the kitchen. Because I just yeah. think mm. everybody's so obsessed with getting it done quickly. Getting it, it's like, it doesn't always have to be like that. Obviously, we all rush around a lot Mm -hmm. and you need to have things in your repertoire that are quick and that are easy which is what green seasoning's about i have this jar of stuff in the oh my god that you need to do yeah Yeah. it's like herbs and spring onions and oil and salt and chilies yeah just have it blitzed up in Mm. the fridge all the time and it just makes loads of things a lot faster Mm. and quicker and easier also more delicious is it like caribbean salsa verde it sort of is, but you spicy. use it, it's more like the mirepoix beginning of something. Yeah. So right. you use it to start things off. Ooh, or yeah. you can put it on the top of a steak or a piece yeah. of fish oh or God. in eggs. Or mm. It's really good to just on have edge, things yeah. like that in Ready your fridge. like a base seasoning in base a way. Base stuff, yeah. because sort the thing, thing you can't be bothered to do is peel garlic. Yes. Yeah. You know, when you've just got home from work, it's like, oh, am I really going to make the bake? You just can't be bothered. But if you've got that there, you can whack that in. And next thing you know, you've got something really, really quick yeah. and a really yeah. nice sauce or whatever. Mm. I'm always trying to get people to shop a couple of days before. Yeah. Because I think people give themselves loads of stress that they don't need to have. Like they go, I'm having a dinner party on Saturday. So they go out and shop on Saturday morning. It's don't do worst, that. It? Yeah. It's the worst, worst thing you can yeah. ever do to and yourself. And then it's so exhausting and long. Then yeah. you've got to go back and cook it. And you've always got to do it. And then it you hate the people yeah. as they come through the yeah. door, which yeah. is not really the well, point. It's so nice just to open your fridge and be like, oh, all the food's in. We were just in Antigua and we got to hand deliver one of the books to my Aunt Ina, who's 88. Oh, amazing. And just like on her doorstep. Oh. and sit with her while she read it and she just ran her hands over every 
page and it was just it feels it's such a beautiful thing my mum's put mm. out in the world but really such a special thing that there are so many elder people in yeah. our family that are seeing this moment happen wow. like for and also as a family but also to have a number one cookbook number one <laughs> that's right so what was that number again? That's number yeah. one. Number one. Yeah. No, don't. We found out we're in Antigua and we decided to like just sing songs that had number one. And we were like, baby, you're number one. We were having a great time. But it's um, a Caribbean cookbook and it's yeah. number one in this country. And for our family to see my mum make a moment like that happen, beyond special, my grandma and all of our elder aunties and uncles, it's just a really big deal. It does deal. feel slightly biographical in a way. It does. It, it really does. Because yeah. you talk about your feelings and how you came about to do it and the history behind each recipe and who it's connected with. I think I couldn't have really written it any other way, to yeah. be honest with you, because that's food and life and music. <laughs> to me, it's all linked up completely. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I wouldn't have really ever been able to just write, oh, these are how you yeah. make some chips and that's the end yeah. of it. It's, no, yeah. you need the story. Yeah. Because food is life. Exactly. Like, really, really, mm -hmm. though, food really mm -hmm. is life and food really is history and it is the future and it is how we come mm -hmm. together in the most simple, mm -hmm. beautiful ways. You know, that's why I love your food, Angela, yeah. because we talk about food in the same way because it comes from the same from the intention. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how I think the intention that you undergo anything creative is kind of everything, really. I love the show, The Caribbean, with Andy and Makita that time it was it was such a pivotal time in life like mm -hmm. your late 30s to go back and to have the luxury of finding out who the hell you are and where you're from at our age and not mm -hmm. in 20 years it's a really important thing to do Greg. yeah i think that that show was so incredible and and so brilliant where you guys go to antigua and and go on a discovery and it was really really special that show i love that you went together as well oh my god and it was like so a mother special. daughter exploring and going on that journey together what sort of reaction have you had from it and what's the reaction like when you're in antigua Amazing. Like, I was amazed at how much in the Caribbean as well as here because people come up to us and they're crying and mm. saying we're going with our family. Mm. But I went back to Barbados without you and I promise you, <laughs> I'm like One Direction. <laughs> I am. I'm Harry, obviously. Yeah. No, obviously. Yeah, it's obviously. not like Niall strolling in. It's like Harry's right. here. Yeah. It's like, wow. you know, so they lose real it. Talk. No, it is intense. Yeah. It really is. But I've never made anything with that kind of reaction. Like something like Pop World was just loved and you, mm, yeah. you're very much part of a zeitgeisty moment and that's a very exciting thing in TV mm. and a wonderful thing to have in your career but this was different this was like we'd done our service to people yeah. and mm. I've never felt that so much so that I was like oh I kind of don't know how to make TV when you don't feel like you're doing that yeah. right we were talking about intent earlier our intent with the way we make things has completely changed mm -hmm. yeah. since that I don't want to make things unless we feel like we're doing the right thing and giving the right thing to people and our intent is very clear now. But there were parts of it that must have been quite raw for both of you because you did go to the history of it and yeah. to the roots of, you know, slavery, the history of the Caribbean. And what, I mean, that must yeah. have been quite... It was a lot. You know, jewelry. I'd have to do a podcast about the Underground Railroad, uh, Barry Jenkins' TV series and obviously the book. Yeah. And um, I, it was a really difficult process for me because I realised that I'd been running from that part of um, our history my whole sure. life and just turning the other way, which I think we all do because it's just so hot. It's just filled with such horror. But it was a job, so I had to keep watching the next episode. I had to. I remember how shaky yeah, and I was holding mum and I was just like, I couldn't. I found it really difficult. But in life, everything's preparing you for the next bit. I just had all this new knowledge, yeah. which was the horror. But it's like because of that, it changes your intent when you're there. Yeah. And, and I was ready. 
We were ready to we be were, there. We were totally ready to be there. It was when we got our DNA. I just started crying because it yeah. was just like the DNA charts came up and then they flipped the screen and there were maps and they showed on the maps exactly where the boats had gone and how they charted. When I'd never seen it like that mm. before. It was just heartbreaking, mm. like properly, genuinely heartbreaking. We were just, we spent in the entire day crying. Yeah. But mm. not like, mm, it was like sort of, <laughs> like just hysterical, Mysteria, basically. Yeah. It just yeah. made us yeah. a little bit hysterical. Yeah. And then we went up into the mountains that day, you know, the universe can offer you just what you need when you need it. We went up the mountains to see this amazing woman called Irika and she runs this um, cultural centre and we got out of the car and there were all these drummers and they went, welcome home. Oh, it just, was deep. Wow. And it was the last day filming, I think. Yes, oh, so wow. we were just like emotionally. So when you go through that, yeah. making something, you kind of forget about the fact that it's going out there. Yeah. And then it went out there and it was just like, and it was just this loving between us and the mm. country and still every day. It reached people. And I think it probably linked to Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I probably linked to where the culture is at the moment. Because there's a vision in that, it's still in my mind, where it's that really big white arena that you went to. Mm. And it was like, this is where the slaves were kept. This was a plantation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's still in my head, mm. you know, and then everyone's consciousness. And I think mm. more than anything, it, it resonated with people for yeah. once. Rather yeah. than just being a tick box, it was like, Jesus Christ, how yeah. many kids didn't know that had happened? Yeah. Right. And do you know why? Yeah. Is when I was in the edit, I realised, yeah. we don't talk about this on exactly. television. We don't show yeah. it visually. Yeah. And that felt like a really important thing to do. I think that if you do the things that really matter to you and that really sit in your gut properly and in your heart properly and really have a, a genuine truth for you, then that's when you're mm. going to move forward in your life and in mm. your work and yeah. in the way that you yeah. want to Rather do. Rather than strategically making plans, yeah. it was like, I think... We got a bit Oprah on it, didn't we? We, we were like, right, our Oprah intent has changed. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it was good, because be it was so honest. Mm. That's why it was good, because you probably went out there expecting one thing, mm. and then something else happened, and it was so honest and open and emotional. Yeah. What was interesting was to get feedback from people. Like, I got a message from this Polish guy. He's saying, I'm with my mum, my 70-year-old mother, and she's talking about our stories of migration yeah, and of our course. stories of movement. Because you forget that this country is a country full of migrants. Yeah. Yes. from all over the world. So there were yeah. people talking, you know, Italian stories and Polish stories yeah. and Czech stories and American stories. Mm. And just getting that from so many different people was incredibly, incredibly rewarding. It's nice to remember that TV can be really powerful still. Yeah. Do you know what we actually need to talk about? The time we went to Andy's after we thought we'd go on a juice cleanse. Ah, yes, the uh, disastrous <laughs> juice cleanse. How long did you last? Like a day. It's very important why we escaped because we looked around and realised we were in a room full of lots of people sitting around <laughs> drinking bad soup hoping for a miracle. Yes. And we're action people. I was like, I can't just sit here and wait to get thin with these women. <laughs> it's never going to happen. We were like, let's run somewhere. Yeah, yeah like, let's get the hell out. Yeah, so we left and I remember before we went, Andy was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it sounded like a terrible... <laughs> and then we went and we had to escape because I think they get a lot of people wanting to escape anyway. Yes, we were like, so we're, so we're going to go. And they, they were like, you can't go. How come you're leaving? And we were like, we're just going to head out. for a walk. So we had to... We had to lie. We had to Did add a little... We, we had to add a little sprinkling. We were like, it's something bad's happened. <laughs> Did you make up a story? <laughs> we pretend... Whose grandmother died or yeah, something? No, we didn't do a family. We used Good. the dog. We used the, the dog. dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't Being care. Very, I was like, we're getting, we're getting out, out of here. <laughs>
But then we went straight to Andy's restaurant and ate a delicious meal. And we were both like eating a bit Energy of fish bowls. and broth. And we were like, we were like this is what we should be eating. Yeah, this yeah. will get us we thin. We need this. Energy bowls, like roasted cauliflower, good mm, greens, good exactly. grains. Pick your protein. Yeah. Can't have just a bad soup. <laughs> and my, my other memory was, and I love this. I don't know if you ever noticed this, Andy, but when Makita and I would go out in our 20s, yes. which was every day. Um, <laughs> so I tried not to look. Yeah. <laughs> every night when we'd leave a particular club in Soho, it used to have a reception because it'd be open in the day and it'd have like newspapers in there. And they'd sort of put the newspapers out at like 5 a.m. or whatever for, you know, the people who were going to be in at 7 a.m. for a breakfast. And we'd be leaving and Makita would always get a newspaper and put it under her arm like this and walk out because there was always paparazzi. And she'd carry a newspaper like this. And the ploy was that she, she thought it made her look meeting. professional. Less drunk. Less drunk. I was like, it looks like I've just had a meeting. It looks like I've had a meeting. Like, it's so like that she thought the newspaper the was like, she's, she's, not, she's not wasted. She's a businesswoman. <laughs> She's got, she's got evening standard yeah. under her arm. She won't be she's drinking if she's reading the Financial Times. <laughs> How to spend it. I so thought I had a cover. You really did. Brilliant. I reckon if you Google or go on like Getty <laughs> Images at that time, I would love to see how many newspaper how many pictures. Yeah. Nice time oh, this day. Oh, God, yeah. well, it was a great time to be alive. Great time to be alive. <laughs> Still dehydrated. <laughs> still, still, still trying to, still trying to drink water. Can I just say, thank God we did it all then. Otherwise, yeah. we'd be sad cases doing it now. Yeah, yeah. I think that. So we got it done. We got it done. <laughs> we got those done. days done. done. And it's only on Getty, not Instagram. It's yes. Yes. done. Yes. Yeah. Smart. It's almost that magical time of year. Um, when I say, Makita, are you coming to Glastonbury? And she goes, no, but my mum is. <laughs> every year. Every year. I think I've been every year since I was 17, 18. God. But I've God. only been there once with you. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. Really... She's rubbish at Glastonbury. I'm just going to say I've rubbish. just written a piece about it. So, mm -hmm. uh, so now I understand it more. Right. Like my journey with Why it. Why don't yeah. you like it before? We've had a lot of time working at festivals our whole like 20s, mm -hmm. like seven a year. Mm -hmm. Sorry, seven in the summer. You know, your life is festivals in the summer. The carnival has always been more in my heart because mm -hmm. sure. I like things like more on the streets and the ends. I don't mean like on the streets. I mean, I like genuinely like parties on streets. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you're looking because at me Because like basically that. what happened is the family became intertwined deeply within the kind of building of a certain part of Gaston called Shangri-La. So it became like too mixed, like it was just too intensely my family. And they like to like go for it. And I just don't <laughs> want to be near that. Like, okay, She's should a we just flaky part-timer? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like One that. year I was sent a picture of Groomy bogling in the mud with my mum and our friend Fifi. And I was That's like, a good picture. this is now just for them. This yeah. is their thing. Very good picture. But this year I'm returning. I got so drunk at that year. That I don't know if you remember this. Me, well, you, and our friend Fifi walked up to a bar. Um, and we got so drunk that me and my friend Fifi um, ended up working in the bar. <laughs> and it got to about 6.30 in the no. morning. I said, what Why are we doing? <laughs> and Fifi's like, we've done like a three hour shift. 
I like we were like, let's leave. And we were like, right, so what we got? Yeah, two gin and tonics. Yeah, pint. Yeah, that's 16 pounds. Yeah, thank you. What were we doing? We just leave you there. Yeah, you left us there while we were busy at work. Leaving a roll. I know what you hate about festivals. Tell me. You hate when a crowd put their hands up and they sway from side to side in sync. Everyone hates that. Yeah, everyone does hate that. The lysers and all that. Well, I fans now. Yeah. I also, I just find it hard. Like, I like having a roll. Like a job to do. Mm. Otherwise, what we're here just making memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, fun with your family pointless. and friends. So hang on, are you gonna go this year? I'm returning, and she's <sighs> bailing. What? No, what? I'm working. Yeah, she's right. yeah. Work. I'm filming. But last year she went, and she went in a very different way. She had a hotel room at the Pig, and sort of she was mm. Glastonbury adjacent. That's yeah. why I was calling it Glastonbury adjacent. adjacent. And I was like, I'm a bit more GA now. Because, nice because I'm 60, and I could hurt myself in the mud. Sure. Yeah. And all she's her GA. Now, I know you've got to wrap things up, but I just would like to bring something up, which is that I met Angela first. Mm. She totally likes Makita more than she does. <laughs> She's always like, you're great, you're great. How's your daughter? <laughs> She's so amazing. I mean, I love you, Andy, but Makita's so amazing. Every time, every time. Every time she's been a little bit thirsty, she lets it out. Oh, really? That Makita's oh, her really? face, Oliver. It's oh. oh, no. I do I love Makita. I love you. You see, know I love see, you. See, and that's what she does. Like, like, just but you know a... why? Because when we chat, we see each other, we always talk family. Yeah, and then you're like, I goes, how is she? Because I've known a few boyfriends, let's yeah. be honest. Mm -hmm. And then I Angela like, just, want my advice. Angela just wants me to be happy. And, and I want yeah. her to be happy. So I'm like, who's she dating? Yeah. Do I approve? I feel I need to approve. I agree. Oh, yeah. Are they chefs, Angela? There's one a chef. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. She can't do any more chefs anymore. We've got to move on. Move yeah, on. we're move moving on. on out of the kitchen. Um, right. Hey, tell us about your new podcast, guys. Yes. When does that start? 29th of oh, June. Oh, soon. Mm -hmm. We started recording. Yes. Uh -huh. It's called Stirring It Up. God, it's hard naming a podcast. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's like the, me and Grimm, we've talked about this quite a lot, actually, when what we both um, remember is like a sort of lullaby in our childhood was falling asleep to the sound of the parents downstairs. Oh, having fun. And that, that we really wanted to make a podcast that was that sound because yeah. a lot of the time in my life, in the week, I'm like, oh, I'd love to go to a dinner party, but I don't really want to go. Mm. But it'd be nice to listen to like one. I, if I was rich enough, I'd have someone just have a constant dinner party downstairs <laughs> as I slept I'd be like right get the Atmosphere. actors in and have yeah. them just like <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like oh and that's I'd actually you can, that. you can have so our comforting. podcast on constantly because yeah. that's oh. hopefully what it'll be like. and then our guest gets to bring a guest I love that's, that idea. that's a great so idea. they bring their favourite person with them idea. whether it's their mum their dad their cousin their agent their best mate yeah. Their yeah. whoever but partner, whoever it is. And I, I, the thing that seems to be working really well about that is that they open up immediately because yeah. whoever it is, when they're that close, they can't be their, like, TV yeah, self. Yeah, they can't or, be that on. Yeah, because they may be going, why are you being weird? Yeah. 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 Why don't you Graham Norton? Yeah. 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 And we just had Elizabeth Day and her husband, which is... Oh, called, which, lovely. Yeah, it was really interesting because I've known Elizabeth, like, for a few years through mum, and I see her as such an individual. Yeah. But she is married, so it was really nice to kind of see who she is in her mm. inner relationship. Yeah. And you cook every time? Yep. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Cocktail. Cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, actually, I'm also doing teas. But tell us, is it a good world, the podcast world? Is it it's safe fun. here? It's really it's good It's a fun. safe world. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's nice safe. world. We have come to the end of the show question. So there's a question here that me and Angela 
haven't seen, written by someone in the team. And you can open it, look at the question. If you choose to read it out loud and read it, you win a goodie bag each. And it is good. There's no rubbish in there. Andy and Makita, please describe Nick's cooking skills in three words or less. Oh, no, not here. <laughs> have you ever cooked for you, Andy? Uh, no, no. Uh... Oh, I feel like I've had I'd a little salady bits at your house. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. I want to say you must have had cheese. I want. I want to say tries hard means well. Oh, <laughs> I do try hard. I was going to say. Well. I was going to well. say dedicated, yes. committed. Oh, there you go. Getting there. <laughs> Not one of those descriptions was delicious. <laughs> it's, no, it's getting there. Totally, because you're it's so committed. You, you keep going. I'm getting there. You keep, keep going, going brother. I, come on, come I can get there. Keep going. I've got the A-team here. Do you know what I mean? The A-team. So the A-team. Congratulations. You answered the question and slagged off my cooking. Um, so you win a bag each. Andy and Makita Oliver, thank you for joining yeah. us on this. Yeah. That was the dream lunch, that guy. It's been a delight. It's been a delight. It has, hasn't it? I loved that. Joining us next week on Dish is Chris Evans. Cher came uh, to work with us on TFI Friday and we did this thing called At Home with Chris and Cher. And there were those sketches, you know, Abbott and Costello were always in bed, Morecambe and Wise yeah. were always in bed. Yeah. So we did this thing where we, basically I was married to her, that was the joke. And uh, I had this Smash Hits award one night and I was just, um, no night, sweetie. No night, Cher. And, um, <laughs> and then I would proudly get my Smash Hits award and put it on my nightstand. <laughs> and then she would just get two Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. If you would like to recreate today's dish for your friends or family, or maybe a stranger in the street, head to waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. That is where you'll find all the meals we've ever made on the podcast. Follow Dish wherever you get your podcast so you'll get it delivered to your device every week. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a great review. If you don't, just listen to something else. <laughs> we can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela, wherever they are, to dish at waitrose.co.uk. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.